Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as the Electric Circus is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together we are in the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Real quick, how was Halloween for Mr. Douglas and the Douglas kids last night in the greater Atlanta area where you live, my friend? Freddie, it was great, man. The kids had a, a wonderful time, got a ton of candy. Okay. And it's different from when I was trick-or-treating growing up and me, my brother, and my sister because, you right. know, you go from house to house mm-hmm. and you literally have to walk up to every house that you go to and they may give you one to three pieces of candy. Right. Hey, times now- are tough, man. N- nowadays... <laughs> You know, they just leave the piles of candy out there at the end of the driveway. Uh, yep. And, 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 and my wife, she's so funny. Listen, my wife is so honest and so good. Okay. So, so I'm like, hey, kids, you know, get a handful. Put it in your bucket. My, my wife said, no, other people need candy. And my wow. daughter looks at me and said, yes, daddy, other people need candy. Wow. I said, well, look at you, girl, turning on me right before my eyes. They candy shamed you, didn't they? Yes, Wow. And then as soon as they got home, they poured it all on the floor, right? I said, well, what, what are y'all doing? It was like, well, we're about to eat some candy. I said, oh, no, no, no. Y'all get one piece. Oh, man. It's time for bed. Oh, one piece. Man, you know, they went to bed angry. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Their eyes were open like this, going, <laughs> they were so mad at you. But I, but I got up this morning at 4 a.m., and I right. made both of their lunches and put everything in there today. Well, I gave them like, Two, nice. piece, two. I gave my daughter two pieces of candy. Okay. I gave my son one piece of candy in his okay. lunchbox. Okay. So he only gets one, and she gets two. Yeah, because he's four and she's seven. Are you afraid if you give him two, all hell's going to break loose at school? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I can see it now. Did the Douglas kid get a piece of candy? Yeah, but his daddy gave him two. Oh, goodness, this is worse than we feared. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm hoping uh-huh. that his teacher doesn't, you know, text my wife and say, hey, Harry uh, had candy in his thing, so my wife going to uh, get on me. Yes. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I haven't got that text yet, and okay. I'm hoping I don't get it. Well, the school day's almost over, so you should be safe as far as that goes. As I long know. as your son has not created any kind of chaos and anarchy. You should be fine <laughs> as far as that goes. Don't worry about having any kind of chaos. It's all about love when you join Freddie and Harry Nation and Dr. Pepper call the line. Let us know what you got to say at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not because college football season or Harry Dustin's son only getting one piece of candy without the delicious taste of ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. We go for a great Halloween to Douglas family to a bad Halloween for this NFL head coach who's not ex-coach courtesy of. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. When it comes to Josh McDaniels, now no longer the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, Harry, John Lewis Parker III hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. He says, Freddie, how do you get fired overnight? The answer, 
if you used to work for the Las Vegas Raiders. They waited until Josh McDaniels and the general manager took the kids and grandkids out for Halloween. They went trick-or-treating. They got back home. Yeah, call Mark Davis immediately. By the way, you're fired on Halloween. Get That's- out of my way, you trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't forget. <laughs> Already. Trick-or-treat. <laughs> Not for nothing. That's the only answer to that about somebody being fired overnight. Not just Josh McDaniels, the head coach. Dave Ziegler, general manager. The offensive coordinator, Mick Lombardi. Our friend, Antonio Pierce, former NFL linebacker, is now the interim head coach. He's the linebacker's head coach. Linebacker's coach, excuse me. They also have current assistant general manager, Champ Kelly, will serve as interim general manager. As far as I'm concerned, we shouldn't be surprised. The Raiders should have never hired Josh McDaniels in the first place when they already had their guy when it comes to Rich Passaccia, when everything was going bad in the organization. They move on from John Gruden, had the Henry Ruggs third, that awful, awful that night that happened with the automobile accident. With that and also their quarterback, Derek Carr, they kept that organization afloat and got to the playoffs, and it wasn't good enough for them. We should not be surprised because they should have never hired Josh McDaniels in the first place. Also, Rich Pistachio was a guy that those players enjoyed and they wanted to play for. Mm-hmm. They had a relationship with him. Yeah. So that leads me into my next point. When it comes to Mark Davis, yeah. he needs to hire someone to be the next head coach mm-hmm. that can have a relationship with the players. Absolutely. Have an open-door policy. Those guys can talk to him about any and everything. And that back-and-forth dialogue is received on both ends. That now has to be at the forefront of things, right? On top of a guy being qualified, but don't just bring in any and everybody, man. Bring in someone that you know is going to be a difference maker that's a leader of men. When you looked at Josh McDaniels in his history, yes, he was a phenomenal offensive coordinator. And I will say this, some people are just made to be coordinators and not head coaches. You look at his stint when he was with the Denver Broncos, went 11 and 17. Finished his first year, didn't make it past his second year. Got fired in week 13. Now you look at his second year, first year with uh, with the Raiders last year, and then year two, didn't make it through the entire season. Got fired week eight on Halloween night. Spooky season. It was. So the more of the story is that this guy should have never been the head coach to begin with. And I think now if you're Mark Davis, you have to start looking at your team uh, from a from a different microscope. Right. When you have a player like Max Crosby, when you have a player like Devontae Adams, you need to go talk to those guys mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on within the locker room, what's going on amongst the team, and what direction do they think you right. need to go. Not yeah. saying that you have to pick anybody that they suggest, sure. but you got to listen to those players because, number one, that's the best player on your offense, Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and number two, Max Crosby is the best player on your defense. So why would you not go to those guys as the owner of this football team? But things haven't been right for the Las Vegas Raiders, or the Raiders, I should say, in a very, very long time. And I think this next hire for Mark Davis is going to be the most important. Now, I need to say this, Mm -hmm. because Champ Kelly is now the interim general manager for the Las Vegas Raiders. He is a guy I'm very high on. I thought he should have got a general manager position uh, three years ago, he's okay. a guy that was with the Denver Broncos when they were uh, won that Super Bowl, and a lot of those guys from a uh, pro personnel standpoint mm-hmm. that got brought in. Right. He had his hands in that. He was with the Bears when they brought over Khalil Mack and company, and they were going to the playoffs or whatnot. So he has experience, and he relates to guys. 
Wesley Woodyard, a guy I played with, played at the University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. played for the Tennessee Titans, also played for the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. speaks so highly of Champ Kelly. Okay. So I think that's important from a general manager standpoint to be able to talk the language right. of a player and also an executive. And then when you hire your next head coach, that guy has to be able to re- relate to your players because we've seen the discourse, right, between Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs was just asked <laughs> about fixing the offense. You know when he came out and said, that ain't my job. You know what that tells me? Mm-hmm. There, there's there's disconnection between him and the head coach and the play caller slash play caller. No doubt about the body right now, the Las Vegas Raiders, the worst run organization, maybe not just in the NFL, but maybe American sports right now. Let us know about that at Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. If they're not the worst-run organization in the NFL or in sports, let us know who that could be at 888-729-3776. It's also curious, based on what you just said, with the players they're talking to and the players that they have that can sort of play and other guys that can't play, why would you do this after the trading deadline if you're the Las Vegas Raiders? Why would you move on from your head coach, your GM, your offensive coordinator, when you could have gotten some pieces to maybe start fresh and then you move on from your head coach and everybody else, at least the incoming coach coming in will have a complete blank slate because you're able to get some kind of value in the future to literally start over and not try to make this mess look a lot better. Why now? We need an answer. We get it from Q Myers, the host of Game Night. He is based in Las Vegas, does his radio show from that city, Las Vegas. This is what he said last night, right? They decided that this was the time to move on from Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. I just think that the owner had enough, right? I think the owner just had enough of, you know, everyone being upset at the organization, being upset at the direction that the team is going, Mm -hmm. um, you know, not doing what he expected and seeing the progress. I think that's what it ultimately boils down to, right? The progress. One of the things I said in the offseason when they decided to make the move to, to move on from Derek Carr was, okay, you're getting rid of a, a player that you've had there for nine years. Maybe he's not the right guy, right? I'm not, I'm, I'm not smart enough to know if he is or not. But mm-hmm. if you're going to go out and get your guy, you've got to get the guy. You can't right. just get a guy. And then they ultimately end up with Jimmy G. And I think we all know who Jimmy G is. He's an injury-prone quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. That availability is always going to be a question. And then you say, okay, you know, maybe they know something I don't know. Maybe right. they know how to get the most out of them. Now they're going to open up the offense. But you can see the frustration boiling over and boiling over from players. Something didn't sit right, and, and it just kind of felt like, you know, this team wasn't going in the direction that they needed to go. And so ultimately I believe that that's why, you know, Mark Davis made the decision. So that leads me to my next next thing. Okay. Are you doing what's best for their team? Absolutely. Right? If you're Josh McDaniels, if you're Ziggler as the general manager, are you doing what's best for the team? Because the three people that we've seen just got fired, all three of those guys came from New England. Mm-hmm. Right? All three of those guys had mm-hmm. a relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, we're going to add a fourth human being. Mm-hmm. You bring over Jimmy Garoppolo. Who played in New England. But you got rid of Derek Carr. Yeah. I, 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 that never made sense to me. Well, you it never know, did. Here's why it doesn't make any sense, and this is a public service message from Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. If you're going to hire anybody to take over your NFL team, make sure they did not use the work for Bill Belichick because other than Bill O'Brien, this has not worked. Romeo Cronell, Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, stop hiring people who are not Bill Belichick. If that's not going to be the guy you're going to hire – to start over in the Las Vegas Raiders, somebody like that, then stop hiring the Belichickettes because they have never worked. You can't hire background singers 
when you need a lead singer. And when you're the Las Vegas Raiders, we're talking about a charter franchise in the NFL. Here's what I mean by that. There's certain franchises that fans are loyal to that franchise, and they're loyal to them in droves. Cowboys fans, definitely Dolphins fans, Packers fans, Steelers fans. Raiders fans are the exact same way. You can go to any game that the Raiders play on the road, and you will see bunches of Raiders fans that have been loyal to this organization. Now you got a guy running this organization, Mark Davis, who believes that he's going to be smarter than the room with the worst haircut in the history, owners in the haircuts in sports. He, he, <laughs> that guy's making these kind of decisions. Mark Davis, I know you're a grown man. You're a billionaire. Word of advice from Freddie Coleman. Stop hiring guys who used to work for the New England Patriots because it just ends badly if their name is either not Bill O'Brien or Bill Belichick. I'll take it to another level. Stop hiring these older guys, period. These guys that, you know, have been around the block but can't relate to these younger guys. You got to get somebody that's innovative, right? That's going to, you know, innovate things and, and, and bring that spunk and bring that spark that's going to be able to get the best out of these players. I'm telling you, man, it's hard going to work every day mm-hmm. as a professional football player, professional player, and you've got to do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's no different from anybody else going to work. Absolutely. So If you're around people that you don't like, that's the hardest eight hours of your e- life. Exactly. Every so you've got to get a leader of men, man, that can sense when something is wrong with this football team, that can sense when something is wrong with the player. And it doesn't take that guy blowing up in the media saying something before it gets addressed. He can feel it. He can see it. Hey, come talk to me in my office today. Hey, talk to me, man. What's wrong with you? See, that's a leader of men because Mm -hmm. he's paying attention to everything going around within that organization, not just the X's and O's. No doubt about that. Anthony California was the winner on this part of Freddie and Harry Nation at 888-729-3776. Ant, what you got, my friend? Well, listen, it starts at the top with Mark Davis. And, you know, Vegas, people want to win. And when is it going to come to come to it where the people there in Vegas have had enough and the fans in that stadium are saying sell the team? Just like they're doing in the Bay Area with the A's. Uh, fans have had enough. I know the NFL wants him out. He has no money. They want big money there. Um, your thoughts on that? And one of the names to look out for now, Harbaugh, Michigan. He might be the next coach. Well, Thank well, you. Yeah, no problem, Anthony, in California, because you can say a lot of things about Jim Harbaugh. He has never had problems relating to players. At Stanford, San Francisco 49ers, yep. and also now the Michigan Wolverines. Whatever sign stealing, stealing Seattle is going on, those players have supported their head coach, no matter what kind of smoke has been circling around that organization. Jim Harbaugh loves a challenge. Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter on Sports and Like, she waited on if this is going to happen. Would this actually work? Jim Harbaugh leaving college football and going back to the NFL as head coach of the Raiders. If you're a player in Vegas right now and you see Jim Harbaugh walking in after everything that's happened in college, it almost feels like, is he just looking for refuge in the NFL as Mm. opposed to this guy has shown that he can, yes, he's proven he can win in the NFL, but it's been a long time. And the same way we look at coaches, like the game is evolving, offenses are evolving. Like we got to widen the scope a little bit as far as head coaching candidates as well. Well, here's the thing about Harbaugh. He he won his very first year as a head coach, and he mm-hmm. won at a high level, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it was consecutive years in a row. I know, trust me, I lost to him in the NFC Championship game in 2012. Still bothers me to this day. You can never tell at all. But you talk about, like, a guy that has won everywhere that he was and relating to players. And I would say this. If the Raiders are in a position to where they can get a quarterback and a quarterback of their choice mm-hmm. – 
don't yeah. be surprised by it. Because one thing I know about Jim Harbaugh is that, number one, he likes phys- physicality. Mm-hmm. And if they're able to sign a guy like Josh Jacobs back and you still have a Devontae Adams, you look at the tight end room and Michael Mayer, that's a young tight end that played at who, Notre Dame that Harbaugh can take advantage of yeah. in, a, in a good way mm-hmm. and putting him in positions to be successful. And you got Max Crosby on defense. The defense for the for the for the Raiders haven't played bad this season. Yeah, they just right. They played decent. The offense has just been terrible. The offense and points per game are thirtieth yards per game, thirty first total QBR. They're thirty first. So if you can assure a quarterback or a a position in the draft where you can get a quarterback, Mm -hmm. I can see Harbaugh actually joining the Raiders or Or, another team out west. Yeah, oh, oh, speak on it. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about the Chargers? Chargers. Uh Uh-huh, Brandon Staley doesn't work out the Chargers. He'll he'll have his pick. You know what else Harbaugh's really good at, other than being a pain in you-know-what? He not only knows how to find talent, he knows how to find talented coaches to be a part of the staff. Look at any staff that he was a part of, at Stanford, at San Francisco, the 49ers, and now Michigan. The dude knows how to find coaches that can coach players. And to your point, Harry Douglas, that can relate to players. That'll stand by their players, and their players will stand by them. The Las Vegas Raiders used to have that. guy like John Madden, Tom Flores, when Art Shell became the head coach, they were all locked in together. It was, it was everybody, it's us versus the world. You got too many guys that forgotten what that means when it comes to Las Vegas Raiders. And you got an owner who's more interested in being seen and not doing things properly when it comes to Mark Davis. Because when you're a head coach now in any professional sport, the pride of me, 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 has to be taken out of it to a certain degree. Right. right? And it has to be, okay, how can I best serve my team and be the best version of myself for them, but also make sure I have this policy where I can get the best out of my players because they don't mind coming to me about any and everything. See, once you have that kind of culture, right. the, rest of, the rest of everything will follow on the football field. No doubt about that. If they see it work and they see the success, they're going to say, absolutely. If we don't buy in, then we're boo-boo the fool for not doing that instead of seeing exactly what works and trying to be on the outside looking in. Joe in Montana, my friend, what do you got to say about the Raiders? Complete house cleaning. Moved on from the coach, the general manager, and the offensive coordinator, even the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not starting this week. Aiden O'Connell gets the start. Joe Montana, what you got, my friend? Yeah, everybody keeps talking about these good coordinators going to these teams and not being good coaches. Well, they go to the teams because the teams are already bad in the first place because they don't have that quarterback. There can't be five coaches in the NFL that have had a coaching job for more than five years with a lower-end quarterback. They just keep getting shifted to the next team. So these coordinators keep getting bad names for themselves, going to bad teams with bad quarterbacks. Even Bill Belichick this year, without that quarterback, people have been talking about him being on the hot seat. If you don't have that quarterback, you're not going to be a coordinator and go and be a good head coach. Well, well, the the, the counter that, Joe, he had a good quarterback. His name was Derek Carr. Thank you, Freddie. He he, chose Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, he ran him off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Your point is definitely valid that you bring these coordinators to bad situations to become head coaches. That's completely correct. It's not correct in this case because they brought in Josh McDaniels and they had a guy with a different coach who got the team to the playoffs before Josh McDaniels comes in and they've gone 20-34 and 34 with him as a head coach, meaning with the Broncos or the Raiders. Now, the little birdie about Tom Brady. Um, who ran kind of ran Tom Brady out of New England? Uh, you mean that Bill Belichick yeah, guy? May have been Bill Belichick. 
I don't he had his guy. Yeah, I don't think it was Josh McDaniels. He had his yeah. guy. Josh McDaniels from the Bill Belichick. You want to do what? <laughs> you want to run who out of here? Him? Are you kidding me? And also, Bill Belichick is a GM, so he chose Mac Jones. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. So well, We're not saying. We're just saying. Marcus McCoy on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and H. Douglas 83 says, doesn't Devontae Adams share some blame for not telling the Raiders to keep Derek Carr instead of getting Jimmy G? And as for the next head coach, go get Brian Flores. He's the Belichick disciple that's actually had some success. Well, I don't know if Brian Flores is going to head Joe anytime soon. That whole loss with the NFL is still out there, and there's still some bad feelings about that. But I'm not going to blame Devontae Adams because I guarantee you Devontae Adams spoke up for a guy that he left Aaron Rodgers for. I'm sure when they said we're going to let Derek Carr go and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, he'd probably say, WTF, are you kidding me? That's not why I'm here to start with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then Jimmy Garoppolo go, comes in there, and he's hitting more guys in the opposite number than the guys will be throwing the football to in number 17 in white or when they're at home playing in black numbers. The man threw a go route three yards out of bounds, and Devontae Adams was butt-booted naked. And the man threw it three yards out of bounds. I don't blame it, Devontae. Hell, I would have slammed my helmet down too. Slam it. Mm-hmm. Slam it right now again if you if you need to. <laughs> Three yards out of bounds on a, in the man wide open. Three times he did that on Monday night. Wide open Devontae Adams, a guy you need to get the ball to, and flat out missed GQ him. magazine, Jimmy. Hey, that's that's what he's good for right now, the cover of GQ magazine. That's it. Tim in Missouri, what you got to say about the Las Vegas Raiders having a complete house cleaning, my friend? Hey, guys, good to talk to you again. Uh, you. I got the perfect coach for the Raiders. Okay. It's going to be the one who has the most energy and most understanding that I've heard on the radio lately. And that's going to be Mr. Harry Douglas. (laughs) There we go. There we go. There we go. I'm Freddie Coleman, and I approve of this message. Now, you ain't getting away from me. Now, 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 check this out now. You know I know a lot of people over there in Las Vegas. Yes, you do. But I love what I'm doing right now. I love what I'm doing, now, folks. Now, the question is, I know you know people in Vegas, but you, do you know football people in Vegas? Oh, of course. Okay, we got to make that We gotta yeah. make that designation. We got to yeah. make sure. You can't just be having people that run in strip clubs being football coaches. No, so, so you know, the, the, the interim GM, yeah. I'm cool with. Yeah, you're the definitely di- cool with. Director yes. of player person, uh, uh, personnel, mm-hmm. I'm cool with. Yeah. Their head shrimp coach, I'm yeah. cool with. Hey, man, you know, yeah. I'm trying to get my contacts up. Nothing wrong with that. That's good first, to have connects. That first press conference in introducing you as the new Raiders head coach <laughs> would be must-see TV. Oh, Harry's winning the press conference. Oh, my God. Oh, you, what? The first thing, you you know in the first sentence it's going to be a cuss word. Harry, do you need a quality first control? First sentence. Would you need, like, a quality control coach that, you know, maybe uh-huh. you need to steal some signs or anything uh, like that? Yeah. Like, I'm hey, your guy. I'm taking all y'all with me, ESPN. Sorry. I'm taking everybody with me. Did the whole show become the Raiders head coaching staff? Yeah. Shannon Penn, D.C., <laughs> Freddie Coleman, O.C., Devin KQC, quality control. Mark Morales in charge of linebackers. Quality control only in title. <laughs> Keep weighing in. Who is the worst worst run organization in professional sports right now? Is it the Raiders or is it somebody else? Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. With the future Las Vegas Raiders head coach Harry Douglas on the future defensive coordinator Raiders, Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. We switch gears to college football. And once again, these football people gave us something to talk about when it comes to the playoff rankings week one. We'll tell what we're talking about next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. 
How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is the Freddie and Harry Douglas Groovathon. And Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to feel that groove and play ESPN Radio. We're going to get into why the Coswell Playoff Committee thought that Ohio State was better in week one of the rankings than Georgia and Michigan, who many people believe are better than Ohio State. We'll get that in a couple of minutes. Everybody wants to continue to weigh in. We're going to let you have a chance to have your say. Part of Freddie and Harry Nation, the Dr. Pepper call in the line at Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Las Vegas Raiders fired their coach, general manager, offensive coordinator, and the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is not starting this Sunday. Last night, are they the worst-run organization in professional sports right now? And if it's not the Raiders, then who is it? 888-729-3776. Brandon in New Orleans, my friend. What do you got to say down in the Big Easy? Hey, first off, thank you, Freddie and Harry, for taking my call. I appreciate you guys every day. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, I'm a lifelong Raider fan, and I'm not an apologist. I've seen it all, believe me. But there is a bigger dumpster fire in the NFL by a, by a, by a small margin, but they're a bigger dumpster fire, and that's the Chicago Bears. And here's why. Their on-field performance is fireable in and of itself, as is the Raiders. Mm -hmm. But to fire two assistant coaches for off-field issues in the middle of a season, I have never seen that in my 46 years of watching football in my life. Who's to say he's wrong? (laughs) The the bad thing about that is that, you know, when you hire these guys, the mindset has to be, okay, I need to hire guys that – these players can look up to, mm-hmm. but also can be leader of men, and yeah. these players can trust. And then when you're having these off-the-field issues with mm-hmm. coaches on the staff, right? like how, how, how is it po- – is yeah. it, how is it supposed to get better? Yeah. How do, you right? vet, how do you vet people out when no one could have anticipated that the Bears had to move on from two guys that had nothing to do with their lack of productivity on the football field? You can't, I, you can't foresee that. But I'll tell you, that, tell you this, though, Freddie – 
it it falls under the umbrella of whoever decided to bring them in. That's why you got to be fair. careful who you hire as your assistant coaches and, and also in the front office in certain positions because mm-hmm. when things go haywire, yeah. okay, you can go back to the crystal ball and say, you know what, well, who hired them? Right. I, th- it yeah, was their true. judgment. Yeah, that's true. Look, I mean, look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. They didn't even keep Urban Meyer that mistake in the building past one year. They didn't try to spin doctor that and say, you know, he's had these missteps. We be- They were like, uh-uh. This is ruining our franchise. This is ruining organization. Toxic environment. Absolutely, and when too much smoke was coming out of that, they said we cannot afford to have him undo anything good that we're trying to do. They gave Josh McDaniels a year and a half, when clearly, clearly he showed once again that he had no business being a head coach in the if NFL. If I'm not mistaken, Josh McDaniels might be the first head coach in NFL history to be fired before his second year at two different places. That's got to be a record. I didn't even think about that. Because I, I can't think of it happening to someone else. Yeah, and, and if the Jets have never done it, then it's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> if my Jets have never done that, then it's never happened until it happened with Josh McDaniels involving the past couple of times he's been a head coach in the National Football League. Ken in South Dakota, what is the worst-run professional sports organization right now, my friend? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Good afternoon. Uh, I think uh, – I also, like the last caller, huge lifelong Raiders fan. I'm also a uh, diehard Oakland Athletics fan. Ooh. And that team is by far the worst-run team in sports. The owner, or obvi- well, obviously the team traded away all their best players. And other teams do that, that's fine. The owner's trying to move the team to Las Vegas. Uh, he gave the big middle finger to the, all the fan base uh, with the, uh, you know, they doubled uh, season ticket prices, basically have told fans, we don't care about you. We only care about moving to a new location. And that, to me, biggest reason why the A's are the biggest dumpster fire in all sports. Yeah, I can't argue with that one because well, I, we've seen what that used to look like and what it looks like right now. Didn't, isn't this the organization that had a possum stuck up in the ceiling? Oh, they've had at, at one yeah. of the broadcast yeah. uh, booth, booths. We, they've had rats in the dugout. <laughs> you know, I mean, people don't re- realize feral this. cats as well. Yeah, oh, well, one, well, cats and possums and rats. Oh my! I guess the Oakland Athletics organization, as far as that goes, people fail to realize that anybody out there underneath the age of forty, Google Oakland Athletics from the nineteen seventies. They were the New York Yankees in Major League Baseball, where they won three in a row in the seventies. There were plenty of kids that grew up on the East Coast because of the uniforms and the players like Reggie Jackson, Raleigh Fingers, Joe Rudy, Sal Bando, all those guys said, man, screw the Yankees, screw the Mets. I want to be that team. Well, you move it you move it a little bit more. We talk about Ricky Henderson. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, baseball was my thing. And Jose my little team was the eighth. Tony yes. Armas, Dave what, what's Stewart. The, what's the pitcher that threw it uh Underhand, sidearm, underhand. Um, oh my goodness! Was it I need to talk about Erickson. I'm trying to remember his name. I, 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 God, I, I, I see his face his right now, but I got. But even right in a- the late Eckersley, yeah, there Dennis you go. Eckersley. Yeah, even in the '80s, the way that they were playing baseball, they were a fun team to watch. To yep. see both of those teams in that city, think of what the '70s were like when you had the Raiders and you had the Oakland Athletics in the same stadium. In the same city. Back when you could smoke a, a, a Joe on the sideline while you're playing football. Smoke a lot of things on the sideline back when you're playing football. Guys were smoking in a dugout of Major League Baseball before the game or even during the game as far as that goes. Keep weighing in. What is the worst run organization 
in professional sports right now. Keep hitting us on the phone to the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And don't forget about us on Twitter as well at Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. On this Groove It Down Wednesday, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And we got our groove on when it comes to the college playoff rankings week one. Ohio State, number one. Georgia, number two. Michigan, number three. Florida State, number four. Washington, number five. And Oregon, number six. Many people saw that and went, Ohio State, number one? Bull Corrigan is in charge of everything as the committee chair for the Coswell Playoff Selection Committee. When he was on Ian Fitzsimmons, or with Ian Fitzsimmons last night, Amber Nian, he explained why Ohio State got the nod at the top. The win over Penn State, you know, the win at Notre Dame, the win at Wisconsin, you know, a top five defense. Looking at who they are, what they've done this year, Georgia with the big win over Florida, the, the win over Kentucky, you know, when, when you're weighing these things out, and, and you know this, I mean, everything's thin. You, you know, it's, it's it's not wide gaps that, that we're talking about and that we're looking at. So, you know, at the end of it, the 13 uh, members of the committee came up with Ohio State 1 based on, you know, kind of the resume to date and the way they play and what they've been able to accomplish this year. Georgia, really, really good team, but we, we put Ohio State 1 and Georgia 2. You know, in my opinion, Harry, the committee, not trying to diminish what they do. It's not an easy job. They fell in love with the names that Ohio State beat instead of looking at the team. In my opinion right now, Ohio State is not a better football team than Michigan. They're not a better football team than Georgia. In my opinion, they're not a better football team than Florida State. But they fell in love with, oh, they beat Penn State. Oh, they beat Notre Dame. If Notre Dame had an extra defender on the field, we're not having this conversation about Ohio State. They may be, they're not even the best team in the Big Ten. In my opinion, not the best team in the country either. Freddie, I just talked about a few days ago about how the Ohio State and Penn State game was so horrible. I had to leave in the middle of the third quarter. <laughs> That's right. Because I, it was just hard for me to watch. And I also was at that game against Notre Dame. And let's just say Notre Dame lost that football game. Right, no doubt. I understand Ohio State won, but Notre Dame lost that football game. Yeah, no doubt. And, about I, and, that. I, and I feel confident saying that. Yeah, they did because you put an extra player in the field and don't play prevent defense against Ohio State. You come out with that win and not that loss. When it comes to Michigan, Many people know about the sign stealing being an issue around Michigan football. Boo Corrigan says that was not a issue with us. It may be an issue with the NCAA. Our job's, you know, simple, right? I mean, our job is to rank the teams. Our job is to uh, adhere to the protocol that we have. And it wasn't part of the discussion. You, you know, as you're looking at it, we talked about this in the room. Our job is not to project. Right. We, we don't project forward into week 11 or week 12. We're not going to project into something. It's an NCA issue. It's not a CFP issue uh, that we're talking about. So, you know, again, we, we were looking at Michigan as a team. This story gets weirder and weirder because now Central Michigan University is investigating photos that show a man resembling the Michigan staff member, Connor Stallions, on the sideline when they opened up on September 1st versus Michigan State. The athletic director, Amy Folan, told ESPN in a statement, said the school became aware of the photos late on Monday and the man resembling Stallions is dressed in Central Michigan-issued gear, standing alongside several of the team's coaches while wearing a bench credential. How was he allowed to sneak in and nobody said, is that a new employee? And they've never seen him before. Freddie, it's unbelievable because I go to these college football venues every single weekend. Yes, you do. And there are people hounding you on the sidelines looking for your credentials to make sure you have the proper one. Right. I don't understand how this mistake is made, but for him to be on the sidelines, if it's him, allegedly, it might be him. Yeah. If it's him. Don't say if, it's him. 
But <laughs> did you see the one video when he's understand that the cameras are going to be on him, so he tries to look down and turn uh-huh. his head? Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. man. Not gonna you talk about he- going through – Hoops and all kind of things to get information. That's yeah. extensive. You put it this way: I'm not saying he was guilty, but he exhibited all the familiar symptoms of a guilty person <laughs> looking away from the camera. I'm just that—that that would be, let's say, if we had a staff meeting. It's me, you, Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, Christine Lisi, Mark Morales, and Samuel Pierce, and somebody shows and sits down in the meeting. Nobody's gonna look at him. You or know her me, and not say a word. We're gonna look. You, at, you know me. Who are you? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who, who are you? Do you work here? Oh yeah, I work here. I've never seen you before. How do you allow somebody to be on your sideline that you know you've never seen? Got a credential, by the way. And that didn't arouse any kind of suspicion yep. on the sideline. Yeah, it's, it's, that's weird. It's weird to me, man. It's 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 more to it. And, and I think, like I said last week, every week more craziness keeps coming out of this entire story. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Connor Stowns a lot of credit. He snuck into that place and didn't arouse any kind of suspicion. That boy, that boy good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good and terrible unless you're Michigan football. Speaking of that, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. What's the one function or one function, excuse me, or event that you stuck into when you had a chance and you looked down and said, "Man, I shouldn't do that. I'm gonna sneak in there," and you got in. What's the one function or event you were able to find your way to sneak into? Harry's gonna share his. I'll share mine. You can share yours at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. The one function or event that you said to yourself, "I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna sneak in there," and you got in there. 888-729-3776. Your crimes will be talked about next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Wednesday Groovathon here on Freddie and Harry. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So apparently a little sneaky freaky going on with Michigan football and Connor Stavins allegedly working for the staff. He was on the sidelines of a Central Michigan-Michigan State game, dressed up in Central Michigan in terms of on the sideline in their gear, representing the team with a credential part of the sign-stealing scandal that's going on in Michigan football. Well, Harry does ready to want to know, what's the one function or event that you snuck into? Harry, you can start it first. I'll tell mine a little later, but you can start yours. What was yours? Yeah, so remember when the Green Bay Packers and the Patriots played each other in the Super Bowl? It was uh-huh. in the 90s. I want to say it may have been 96 because that same year, yeah. I think Florida won the national championship. So I went to New Orleans twice. Okay. And my father took our entire AU basketball team down to New Orleans during the Super Bowl. Right. We're having a great time, and we didn't have any tickets. 
So Pop was like, man, y'all want to try to get go in the game? We was like, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> so, man, he goes up to a little person and talks to him. Uh-huh. And, boy, all of us was able to get in that thing for free. Really? So our entire AAU basketball team. So I got a chance, and it's crazy because I work with Desmond Howard now every weekend. Uh-huh. And Does he I'm know this story? He, he knew I was at the Super Bowl. He don't know I, we snuck in, though. <laughs> but I got to see Desmond Howard, you know, really score a touchdown, win MVP of that Super Bowl, and now I get to turn around and work with him. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, we snuck in that thing. Wow. And so, man, you, you, you got to clue Desmond Howard in on that I one. remember I had got a cheese head and everything. Oh, so you left with props. Yep. You left with parting gifts. Had beads, man. Listen, so it, it, it was all kind of things we seen in New Orleans that we probably weren't supposed to be seeing. No, How'd you get those beads? True. Walking on Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah. Devin, Devin's right. How'd you get the beads? I, I, I wasn't taking my clothes off then, Devin. I was too young. Too much information. Juice, <laughs> Juice in Ohio, let us know what is the one function or event that you snuck into, my friend. Man, when I was like 16, my uncle used to work at, at Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So he told me and my two friends we can come. So we hopped on the mortar. He said he had us tickets. We sat in a nosebleed section. Security came like, how do I get in? I'm like, oh, my uncle let us in. My uncle had to kick us out. I think he lost his job, man. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Eric, you know everything, man. He was a Atlanta scammer, man. Trying to do a good deed to do a good deed for his nephew and <laughs> lost his job. Hey, hey he died unk out, didn't he? He sure did. Hey, I, my unk let me in. Which yeah. one? Well, him right, him right there? there. <laughs> in section five, seat four. <laughs> Escorting that couple to their seats. He get that, and then, that next Monday, we need to see you in our office. <laughs> Monday, they didn't wait till then. We're going to relieve you of your duties. They, they saw him in the office right then and there. He was relieved right then and there at that spot. Josh, in Atlanta, what's the one function or event that you snuck into? Hey, man, it's so funny that Harry just said the Superdome in New Orleans. I was living in Mississippi in uh, 2013, and me and my kids went down to New Orleans. And we had been there before for the Bayou Classic a couple times over the years, so I knew a couple back doors, and we got to get in the Super Bowl. So I guess New Orleans is just a place to get in for free. Well, they, sweet, yeah. they sweet down there. It's, it's easy not, peasy. Not for nothing. What's for the security in New Orleans? They sweet, just like the Saints. They sweet down there. <laughs> Who are they hiring? Are they hiring Josh McDaniels for security down in New Orleans? <laughs> yeah, because you know he ain't paying attention to the players <laughs> or anything. Yeah, that's, that's Here's your job. Make sure that you secure the premises and the perimeter. No problem. Next thing you know, guys like sleeping on a job. Harry Dunks and his friends are sneaking in one day. Josh in Atlanta sneaking in a Super Bowl another time. What is up? With the security. (laughs) Get on in there. Watch Desmond Howard. Run, Desmond, run. Desmond was running that touchdown. Cheesehead, everything. Brett Favre, that was that Super Bowl. Reggie White. You 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 know the story after that. Bourbon Street. Good place. Good place. Can you imagine Harry Douglas as a young kid having his eyes and nose wide open on Bourbon Street back in that time, back in 1996? I wasn't sleepy at all either. Eyes wide open. Bloodshot red, but wide open. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep waiting in. We're going to take more of your calls in about 40 minutes. Give or take a lie or two. What is the one function or event that you snuck into? Can't wait to hear what you have to say here on Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. We'll bring in an FOS friend of the show and get his thoughts on the Raiders moving on from Josh McDaniels and why Ohio State was number one in the initial rankings of the college football playoff. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.